0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another week of the Life is Mile podcast. I am one of your hosts. I am Brian.
1: And I'm your other host. I am Sterling. Uh, Brian, how are you doing?
0: I'm doing well. You know, making some changes. But the big thing, by the on the day that this releases, a certain tiny terrorist who lives in my home <laughs> will turn four years old. What? That is right.
1: He's gonna be four.
0: The boy turns four oh. on the twenty-second birthday. Birthday.
1: Oh, buddy.
0: Yeah.
1: Was he four?
0: I, I, he's he's a very large child, which he tells me daily. Yes, he is. He is a big boy. He's a big yeah.
1: boy. He's not a baby anymore. Yes. They like to make that very clear.
0: Very clear. So in case I was uh under the impression that he was not a big boy. He was very <laughs> kind to remind me. And this whole episode won't be me just bragging on the boy, but uh, you'll find this funny. Yesterday, uh, he says he wants to put shorts on. I'm like, go ahead, put some shorts on, no big deal. And Then he just drops his pants and goes, I'm showing off my butt cheeks. <laughs> 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 so that's been your Julian moment. <laughs>
1: I like it. I
0: like it. <laughs> How have you been?
1: <clears throat> I've been good. You know, Langston went to school today for the first time. Uh, so I was a little nervous and he was so pumped. He was so pumped. He was just like racing to get inside. And I was like, slow down, dude. It's like one at a time. You got to take your temperature, all this stuff. He was like, okay, I'm ready. <gasps> Miss Kukla. And he just like, <laughs> through the door. bye mom. And I was like. I was all sad. I was like, it's been a year, over a year. You know, we've been hanging out together every day. So it was good though. He had a great day. Uh, Speaking of big boys, I (laughs) took him to the doctor on Friday uh, to get a physical because he's going to go to summer camp. And they were like, just so you know, he's really tall. Like, (laughs) like he's off the charts tall. So he's (laughs) four or five. Whoa. average size of a six-year-old according to alexa (laughs) because we had to ask alexa when we got home alexa what's the average size of a six-year-old boy and it was like the average size of a six-year-old boy is 311 so he's got yeah he is he is significantly taller than the average six-year-old
0: I was just joking when I said he could dunk on me. He might actually be he able to dunk on
1: me. be able to do that. He's huge.
0: Well, I foul hard. So, you know, pass the word along to Langston that I don't get dunked on.
1: <laughs> but yeah, like we're, you know, just chugging along. It's kind of nice to be here without him. <laughs> you know, he's not running. The nicest thing was not having to make him a thousand snacks throughout the day. That has been my least favorite part of him being home. He eats so much. He eats like he's 16. Like he eats way more than I do. And so like, it would be like Carl would make him breakfast and there'd have to be a snack at some point, then another snack, then lunch, and then another snack and then dinner. And it's just like, I can't, I don't know how I'm going to afford to feed him when he's in high school. So, you know, I should start a GoFundMe now
0: probably. Uh, I I play the lottery uh, whenever it's over $100 million. So I got you. I got, if I hit, you you know, I'm gonna donate a million to the Langston Food Fund.
1: Thank you. That's what we'll need. We'll need it.
0: Let's let's feed our ridiculously large children.
1: Yeah, they're too big. (laughs) Oh. Well, so what's been going on? What's been floating around in the in the Twitter sphere?
0: Uh, well, I don't know if you've watched it, but there is a show out there called Them.
1: I have not uh, watched it, nor it do is, I want
0: to. Uh oh yeah. No, I I definitely don't think I'm the target demo for it, but yeah. you know, it's brought up a very interesting question um about Hollywood and black trauma films and black Mm -hmm. trauma shows and I kind of have gone I've thought about it quite a bit I don't have a problem with like slave movies Mm -hmm. and probably because slavery was like such a horrific thing I think to be able to show that like we are we come from such a line of people who are strong enough to handle it that story does need to be told yeah However, when it comes to them, my problem is more so with the person producing and that that's Lena Waithe. I find that she's always producing these like traumatic shows and they don't really have a, like I haven't seen them. So maybe this is different, but mm-hmm. I know like in Queen and Slim, that movie just seemed to be traumatic for the sake of being traumatic.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: So yeah, what, what's your thoughts on it? Because I am I struggle, Ooh. I don't like to tear somebody else down. Like art is, you know, one person's art is their art. Like that's their vision, I get it. But, uh, you know, she just kind of, like her stuff just...
1: That's the thing, I, I've not been intrigued by her work. And I was disappointed because I was excited because of the episode that she did in Master of None, which really like launched her career and her ability to like create all this content and that was such an excellent episode about her coming out and being like a black woman a gay black woman and just the the conversations with her mom who was played by angela bassett and like telling her friend you know it was just it was such a great great episode of television, one of the best ever. And so I think I just assumed that it would be her work would be more like that. And so I would see, I saw like maybe one episode of the shy that she did. And I was like, eh, you know, and that's the thing. And, um, and then with them, when I saw that she was like the producer for it or whatever, I was just like, this is, I don't, here's the thing, Lovecraft Country, okay, a lot of black trauma. However, also black badassery (laughs) across the board with magical powers and being brilliant and being in sci-fi, which is like an area that we don't get to be a part of that often. We don't get to be a part of sci-fi and fantasy that often. Um, At least not like the leads we might be side characters but to so i there was still that black trauma piece but it was always paralleled to like all the other stuff that was going on so with them i like saw the thing and then i read about it and i was like i don't really want to watch this because i agree with you on like slavery movies i think that those are important to see there is that history there and i think that there are other stories that should be told throughout history i think that there's there's a show called the umbrella academy and one character is black and they have to go back in time and whatever i'm sorry if i spoilers apologies
0: (laughs) the show was a couple of years old if you haven't seen it by now that's on you
1: that's on you thank you and the black lady goes back to the 60s and her like being raised in present time and then going back to that time and having to navigate that and you see that like struggle and i was like oh this is great because i don't necessarily want to see like i just read some stuff about them and one scene that i was just like i'm absolutely not watching this
0: yeah yeah Um, i think i know the scene you talked about because it's pretty damn horrific and i'm like what could this what point could this possibly what like what's the payoff that would make it worth this
1: exactly i don't need to see that so you could
0: make that happen off screen exactly
1: i agree though i think there's not enough like black joy stuff and we deserve that and so when it does exist when it is out there i try to watch it and consume it because i'm like no this is this is important like i think one of my favorite movies that came out recently was called uncorked and it's on netflix and uh prentice penny who is one of my favorite like uh hollywood guys he's like he's been a producer on brooklyn 99 um i like god every show, fuck. what were the other shows i'm like of course i can only think of brooklyn 99 right now but other shows that I've I've loved or whatever like comedy shows and happy endings he did happy endings that was another one uh-huh. yes. Thank you. so he created uncorked was just like this black kid you know who worked with his dad and did barbecue but wanted to become a sommelier and gets into this huge program and like just a nice movie and they're black and it's just or like insecure right insecure is such a solid show and you're like everybody can watch insecure yes it is about black women and it is for black women but it's also for kind of like all women because all women do love that show that i've i come across because it's like oh fun fact women are dealing with the same shit no matter what race you are but they also are black and that's important to see and the music on there is spectacular the whole soundtrack so it's just like I consume that kind of stuff because I think that that's important to see that we are present and real in this world and we just, we're awkward and (laughs) we're nerds and we're we're just the same type of people as everybody else. And so I don't need it to be always rooted in all this traumatic bullshit all the time.
0: And what I like, and this is gonna sound weird. I like black mediocrity and I'll expound on that. I like just stupid ass movies that have no point getting made with black people. Me because too. that's the true sign of equality. <laughs> exactly. We don't have to always make Oscar worthy stuff, Right. okay? Like Adam Sandler gets to make 80 million movies that just seems like a high idea he had with his buddies. Exactly. But if it, God forbid Don Cheadle like came up like If he's not getting nominated for an Oscar, he's getting like roasted by critics. And I'm like, it's not fair. I want black mediocrity. Give me just some stupid movie. That's why I love movies like, for as much hell as it can, like Soul Plane or something like that. It's stupid. It's It's bad, but we deserve to like just have two hours of just stupidity and badness
1: just just garbage movies (laughs) yes (laughs) just shit that's gonna make us laugh for whatever amount of time that's all i want like that's all i i love that that's how i feel like with i also am like desperate to have like black fantasy movies because i'm like i want to ride a dragon you know what i mean like i want a sword fight somewhere whatever you know what i'm saying like we deserve that. It's fantasy. Yeah. We should definitely exist in the fantasy world because it's not real. Yeah. So like why do they all have to be just white people all the
0: time? Well that's what got me with um who's the cat from uh, Bridgerton? Yes. Uh, he got turned down from being um Superman's grandfather because they were like, well it's just so unbelievable for a black person. <laughs> to be Superman's granddad. I'm like, oh, but it's believable (laughs) that a scientist on another planet of super people can build a pod, put an infant in it, and just shoot it off into space. The baby survives and becomes Earth's greatest hero. That's believable.
1: Absolutely, Brian.
0: If he has, if granddad's got a little bit of melanin,
1: that's,
0: that's a bridge too far.
1: Whoa, slow down there. Uh, we understand did, we're working with aliens with superpowers here but a black grandfather <laughs> absolutely not they're sitting
0: there doesn't, like uh did that negro just <laughs> what, what's that negro doing there
1: <laughs> yeah like it's just and you know i don't know if you watched bridgerton i'm gonna say you probably didn't i
0: did not yeah it doesn't seem like it's i saw like the cool. reaction to Love. that gentleman though so i know what i know what y'all long Carrie's like oh it's such a good show i was like i know what i know why you think it's a good show and a (laughs) damn show show ain't the plot
1: (laughs) that show was so addicting but i loved it i loved it like and i love that it was just like you had the a bunch of black people and a bunch of white people all in these like period like black people never get fun period piece like stuff like that either and so i was just hyped for that like i was like I will watch your entire series because again, we don't get to wear it. We're always like the slaves in those things. So it's fun to be <laughs> the queen and high society and get all the fun costumes and the cool hairdos. And I was like, this is dope. And did it was you... so easy. Like it was just so easy that they did it. And you're like, nobody was upset about
0: it. It's oh, just... you mean they just wrote a script and then they let black people act in it. Yes. Like, oh, shocker. <laughs> shocker
1: who would have thought that in 2021 you know you'd be breaking barriers of like fake worlds and i just like ah it was so fun because we just got to be a part of that world for a minute it was great it's not a great show but i loved it
0: and (laughs) again damn second of it i didn't watch it but if it's a mediocre show guess what I'm here for it, baby. Exactly. It's just like why I stopped giving Tyler Perry hell because I'm like, you know what? I've been too harsh. We deserve to have somebody that just pumps out a bunch mm-hmm. of shit that like old black women love because, <laughs> damn it, they deserve some joy.
1: They I'm do- sorry,
0: Tyler Perry. I was wrong Aww, all these years. Changed
1: my mind on Tyler Perry. You son. I think of a
0: bitch. I did. I you think I did.
1: A I still hate his ass, but I'm agreeing with you. He keeps making terrible. Con- can he just get like a, like a continuity director though? Because the wigs switching. That's, yeah, Z that's to- all I want.
0: I want somebody to help him with his wigs. Yeah. I mean, other can than that, you keep can making you them shitty. Spend a little
1: ways. bit more time. I'm like, you're a bajillionaire now. You can you can spend a little bit more time getting your scripts critiqued. That's all I'm going to say. That's yeah. all I'm going to say. <laughs> yeah. You made a lot of money. Have some other people come in and help you out a little bit.
0: Almost- and, he, and he protected our black, our black princess, Meghan yes, Markle. Yes, so that's,
1: that's what made me stop trashing. All, me.
0: He'll always get love here, baby.
1: <laughs> Do you remember when we saw Star Trek? It was like eight of us. And then Tyler <laughs> came out and you and I were like, son I'm of a bitch, f- fucking Tyler <laughs> Perry. And God nobody damn else it. <laughs> it was just the two of us yelling in the theaters so mad. It might've been the only two black people
0: in the theater too. <laughs> like, oh, God damn, here come his black ass. <laughs> I can say that. I so
1: mad, I was so mad. Uh, so something I found on Twitter, and I thought it was hilarious, was somebody asked the question, what is the most awkward movie scene you've watched with your parents? And I was dying reading some of these, but it made me think (laughs) about my two awkward times. Um, So my parents were always like super cool about bringing me to movies and stuff that like were rated R and I was like maybe 15, but they knew I liked kind of weird movies. Like, I I hate to say weird, but it just wasn't like the more mainstream stuff. It was just like different movies. And they were always like, yeah, we'll take you. Are you sure? I was like, yes. And most of the time I've like, I knocked it out of the park. They were like, that was so good. I was like, I know. Right. Well, one time (laughs) I, so American beauty came out in like eighth or ninth grade. (laughs) My parents were like, yeah, we'll take you. And I was like, great. What is it? Two minutes into the movie, he's masturbating in the shower (laughs) and I can just, my parents like tense up next to me and i was like you will not look at them for the rest of this fucking movie and i just was like this it was one of the most awkward movies to watch with my parents and we left the theater and they were like did you like it and i was like i did very much and they were like really <laughs> i was like we don't
0: to talk about it let us never speak of this again
1: <laughs> the second one was my dad and i went and saw american psycho together there is a threesome scene between he and two sex workers, and I knew it was coming. So I tried to go to the bathroom. <laughs> <But then laughs> I came back, and it still hadn't happened yet. And I was like, "Son of a bitch!" So I'm in the theater watching a threesome scene with my father. Hella fucking awkward. Just, just incredible. I could tell he felt uncomfortable. I felt uncomfortable. Those were the two most awkward movie scenes I've ever seen with my parents.
0: Okay, so reason uh, another reason that we are friends, because American Psycho is also one of the most awkward movies that I have seen with my mother. Um, <laughs> I
1: cannot yeah. imagine your mom watching that movie.
0: She wasn't pleased with it, I'll say that. <laughs> no no she's uh she's much more in the tyler perry demographic than the american psycho demographic uh but god bless her wanted to spend some time with her baby boy and uh mercy that was that was a very (laughs) silent uh we did not discuss that movie at all not a single part i think the only part we might have talked about was the weird uh them freaking out over the uh the business, the business cards that may have been the only scene we talked about <laughs> other than that new no. um the next movie came many years later it was uh knocked up and you it,
1: saw that with your mom
0: i saw that and it uh it was fine up until the the pregnant sex scene
1: yeah that's oh. uh,
0: that's when it uh, i was like oh boy oh, oh boy, boy. neither one of us are enjoying this right now (laughs) god bless bless you JD (laughs) yeah but uh, she's like oh I think it'll be funny and uh, you know we we had some laughs
1: absolutely we
0: had some uh, just very awkward silences
1: (laughs) it is it's very awkward watching that even now like you know we're old we're married we have kids like I still feel awkward watching a lot of that with my parents where I'm just yeah. like I don't want to think about this and you and me and we're thinking about it and we're seeing it it's just not it's not okay. It's yeah. fine. <laughs> and I'm so happy when people don't feel awkward. Mm-hmm. That's great. But also no, it's totally fine to feel awkward. <laughs> I have, I,
0: I've not gotten to that point. So yeah, yeah. I'm not sure enough, I guess. I'm gonna be awkward. Like that's <laughs> just what it is because
1: I just feel brutally uncomfortable.
0: I'm not mature enough to handle it. <laughs> and, and it's funny because I'm like, I know how I got here.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> so, but uh, I don't need to think about that. I don't need to think about that. Don't want I'm to. I'm good.
1: Mm-hmm. No thank you.
0: No. no thank you. No.
1: That's gross. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> and it was very brief. But Azalea Banks tweeted that she wanted to date Kanye West. He had tweeted something about his next relationship was going to be with a creative. She said, it's me, guys. The powerful black demon entity awaiting in my ovaries and Kanye's testicles is finally about to be unleashed upon the world. She came out yesterday and said that this was a joke. However, can we just picture for a moment a world... Where Kanye West and Azalea Banks were together—that is too much mayhem for one for one existence, in my opinion. I just couldn't believe it. I was so upset by it. Where I was just like, "I hate this idea. I'm so angry." And both no, of them desperately no, no. need mental health care, and it's making me so upset.
0: Yeah, uh, I. I don't know. I can not name a single song that Azalea Banks has ever done. Yeah. I only know her for going on Twitter tirades and like slamming people who didn't have, wasn't doing anything to anybody. Right. Like just completely out of left field. Like I remember she like slammed the little girl from like the Disney shows. Yeah. And I'm like, that's, kind of weird because you're a grown-ass woman and she's like 16 and she's way more mature about all of this than you it was very weird um and i mean what else can be said about kanye west i mean he's no he's cuckoo bananas right now i i don't know and i don't know if that's the proper terminology that's what i'm using (laughs) because
1: that's what we're using today
0: my god yeah. that,
1: <laughs> that she's, she's a mess she is a mess of a person where every time she's on there doing something and i'll read about it or watch it or and i'm just like please somebody please get her some help like she desperately needs some mental health care like this is what it comes down to and so does he obviously we all know yeah. this Ugh. yeah so and- yeah
0: because, like, I remember a couple of years ago, there was this weird thing where she, like, shows in her apartment in a closet. And she's, like, been killing chickens in the closet as a part of, like, some kind of voodoo thing. Yeah. I'm like, whoa, what the yeah. hell is going See, you forgot about it because she's always doing something ridiculous. Like, you weren't even phased by the fact that I said that she was doing rooster sacrifices <laughs> in her closet. You just took a sip of water and was like, yeah, of course she does. Why, why wouldn't she? she yeah, that's what she does. Because she's,
1: yeah, she needs some help. She needs some real good help.
0: Yeah. Uh, and he obviously, oh yes. boy. And, but it's funny because she went against him not too long ago. Um, she was talking about, uh, let's see, what did she say? She said that Kanye doesn't suffer from a mental illness. He's just hiding his homosexuality. And I'm like, whoa. I know. What? like, What?
1: (laughs) She's just, whatever. Like she just, I don't even know what to even, how to respond to this. Where she always says that kind of stuff. She's just the worst. I don't know. But then I feel bad saying that because I'm like, I think she just needs help and someone to love her.
0: I think that you can do both of those things simultaneously. <laughs> I want her to get help. I truly do. But until she gets that help, she's the fucking worst. She's the worst. The worst. <laughs> I guess we got to get into the sad shit do we i guess so uh, well i guess we'll start with uh i don't know which one happened first and it's sad that i have to say this uh so many are happening right now that i don't know which one's hap- which one happened first uh dante wright and adam toledo um
1: yeah so adam toledo happened at the end of march So his was first, but they didn't release the body cam footage until like the day after Dante Wright was killed. So that's why it exploded because they lied to us in Chicago. So they had said that, you know, the cops killed this 13, like a 13 year old kid and people were really upset about it. We were like 13 and they were like, he, there was a gun confrontation and blah, blah, blah. And I'm not, you know, it was just the way that they said it. And then it was like, that was kind of like all you really heard about for a while. Right. And then it was probably like a week later, they were like, you need to release the body cam footage. And so Mayor Lori Lightfoot, I guess she had covered it up kind of too. It was just, she's the worst. It's just, it was so poorly handled and then the way they described it made it seem like basically this 13 year old kid was like shooting at the police officers they didn't say that like exactly but the way that they talked about it that's how
0: it sounded it was heavily implied like from the first couple of things that i heard and i was like damn that's sad like why would he do that like yeah
1: he's a child right and then that footage came out and my God, I, I watched it and I don't know why I watched it. I don't usually watch those things, but I did because people were pissed and I was like, they lied. Like immediately I was just like, they must've lied about something. Yeah. Cause people are very angry. <clears throat> and so I watched it and I was like, Oh my God, they did lie. Like one person on Twitter put a still shot. So it looks like he was okay it's like they're running right and he may have a gun in his hand however when he gets to this part where the cop is like stop he finds the opening in the fence and it looks like he threw the gun down and then the cops like put your hands up so he turns and he puts his hands up and the gun is not in his hands anymore and then they shot him and you're just like what like he complied like yes he ran at first okay this is gonna happen but he complied and then you killed him. Yeah, And it was devastating. And he's a fucking baby.
0: Yeah, I, I did not watch the video because I, I didn't have that in me, um, but dear God, like I, 13 years old and I'm seeing like a bunch of people like, well, why was he out? Where was his parents? And I was like, I know a lot of the people that are saying those kinds of things. And they did some wild ass shit when like 15 16 like yeah it didn't mean you deserve to get gunned down in the streets right like he was 13 13 years old and he he's obviously got something going on if he's out like at 2 30 yeah. in the morning running around with the crowd he was running around with however he's 13 like wild people turn shit around all the time, yeah. like from the time they're like, by the time I was eighteen, I wasn't the person I was at thirteen. You know what I mean? Right. Like, you, you grow, <laughs> and they were treating him like he was just like this criminal who had been running the streets. Ran- like he was Omar from The Wire. Like he yeah. was just a stick-up boy who was known for like, and he was thirteen.
1: He was 13 years old, and he looks 13. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, he yeah. looked like a little kid, and in, in just everything. It was just so. <clears throat> it was so devastating. It just really, and to see like the, the the cover up, or to see that how conservative media talks about him being a 13 year old man. And I was like, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Have you met a 13 year old? They are definitely not a man.
0: <laughs> exactly.
1: <are> children, <laughs> like 13 year old are children they've been on this earth for 13 years they are children like it's it was it's really disgusting to hear people say that or to be like well he shouldn't he shouldn't do this or he shouldn't do that you're right like maybe he shouldn't but that doesn't mean that he deserves to die yeah that's what i don't get like why are people so okay with this it doesn't make sense to me Yeah, it's
0: it's fucking disgusting it's the the most slam dunk like i'm i'm taking note of all the people saying this kind of thing because i'm like i don't trust you now donkey like i see you i see what you're saying mm-hmm. and you're not a good person you think you're a good person you're not a good person like i saw some people i won't say their names but you know we went to college with them and mm-hmm. they're comment no you know when somebody comments on a news article it'll show up in your yeah. feed and they're commenting on this, and they're saying all this shit using these vague dog whistles and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, one of these dudes used to say, like, when we'd be walking to a party or something, and a cop car goes by, "Hey, you know it'd be funny if we all just took off and started running." No. And I'm like, I remember being like, "Uh, no, that would not be funny.
1: <laughs> that would not be in funny. In fact,
0: at all. I would end up in the back of that cop car. Yep. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you?" like oh man you you're no fun and now this person is commenting you know oh if if you don't want anything to happen just comply and blah 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 blah
1: mm-hmm. I hate it I absolutely hate it because it doesn't matter and statistics show it we can comply we can do everything right <clears throat> they still arrest black folks at a higher rate they you know there was even like something was going on, I think in New York where police officers were like, basically we were told to leave like white folks alone and just go for like black and brown people. It's like, this is real. Data and statistics are showing it. Like you can't can't lie about numbers. You can try, but we can still show it to you. Like this is the reality of the world that we live in. Black and brown folks are consistently treated more, horribly by police officers killed at higher rates by police officers than white folks like this is just fact yeah and so and when we're. it's just i don't you can't argue when i'm showing you the realities of it
0: yeah i mean people have asked me oh like what's your experience in chicago I, my experience in chicago is fine uh i didn't worry about any of the bugs or anything but if i saw police i'd have a goddamn panic attack yeah Exactly. Uh, I've had a gun pulled on me three times. You know who did it? Police. Police. <laughs> okay? Um, and I, I, know, I' say that and the sad part is my story isn't unique. If yep. you talk to any black person who spent any time in any major city, especially, uh, it's a common it's a common story, yep. you know. I, had, I was walking, uh, switching trains downtown and I saw these same cops on the platform every day. One day, dude just grabs me up and puts a gun right in my face. Like, just cause. Yep. And like, he, he sees me every day. I got my work clothes on and my book bag and headphones on. Like, the fuck am I doing? Mm-hmm. Everybody else is switching trains too. Like, black people get treated differently like that it just acknowledge it because we're not fucking crazy every black person you meet is not crazy nope (laughs) this is just
1: this is fact this is reality there's no you can't argue against it in any way and stop downplaying it or stop trying to dismiss the experience that people have like this is this is real this is real and it's frustrating and it's hard and <clears throat> I don't know yeah I don't know
0: yeah I was reading um the poor kid turns around and he was shot according to the video point eight three seconds after a command was after the com- after he turned around excuse me yep Point eight three point eight three eight seconds yep like w- what's he supposed to do in less than a second exactly like When you gave the command, you made the, you knew right then you were gonna shoot him basically. You
1: were gonna shoot the kid. He put his hands, he turns and puts his hands up just like you wanted him to. And you still shot him. You still shot him. Like you're, what the, I'm just, I don't get it. And I don't get it. I mean, I get it, but I don't get it.
0: Yeah, yeah, ugh.
1: And the Dante Wright stuff. I mean, so I'm from Minnesota um Brooklyn Center is like 15 minutes away from where I live it's not far at all like we're we're in Brooklyn Center all the time um and so watching that whole tape and seeing what was happening and it's in the middle of the Derek Chauvin trial and looking at all of this you know, seeing like my friends who are posting about it, like Adam's been just like, it's nuts. Like they're ridiculous or how they're boarding things up and protecting police officers. And there was the thing where like that church was offering sanctuary to people who were injured by police during the protests. So the police just created like a huge, like human blockade to prevent injured people from going in they were arresting medics they were pepper spraying journalists and that's because people in minnesota were like they are they are breaking the law with how they are dealing with protesters right now the police are the problem and that's just devastating it's devastating and there's i and it's hard like you know not that i could do anything if i were there but like being here dealing with this Adam Toledo stuff, thinking about home, it's just like, it's overwhelming. Not that I need to be overwhelmed just because I'm from these two places, but it adds a little bit more stress to it,
0: I will say. Yeah, I, I can't imagine. Um, I, ugh, I've i seen, so again, it's like people are always looking for a reason to like blame the victim. It's like, oh well, he had an arrest warrant, and he had blah 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 blah. Okay, well, if he had an arrest warrant, then he should have been arrested. He shouldn't mm-hmm. have
1: been shot. Shot.
0: Like, I it's, there was the video of the old white guy, Um and he's just like ramming his vehicle all over the place and pulling police, and like just not complying, mm-hmm. and magically. He got arrested days later. They didn't even arrest him the same day. Mm. Like it, it's absolutely infuriating. I've seen, uh, what was it? Uh, He got pulled over for, he had an expired registration um, on his license plate. Mm -hmm. And then they noticed an air freshener hanging from the mirror. I'm an air freshener? Right. Really? I have an air freshener hanging in my car. Right. Like, that's what you pull him over for. It's just like, and the fucking cop who shot him. She mistakenly grabbed her gun instead of her taser. Did you see see Pat Robertson?
1: Did you see Pat Robertson was like. We got woke Pat Robertson. (laughs) like that was not on my bingo card for 2021 I will say like there is just the fact that his ass was out here being like you can tell the difference like she made him a miss you know what I mean yeah. I was like what is happening
0: yeah, there was this uh cop on the TikTok and he was he basically just like showed the difference between your standard issue like you know a uh, revolver and the the taser and he's just like, this weighs considerably more. Mm-hmm. This one has a considerably shorter handle. Like, there's no way you can grab a taser <coughs> and not know it's a taser. Yeah. Like, that's just it. Right. Like, I, and was she going to fire the taser without aiming? Like, she had to have aimed. Like, yeah. did she not look down at her hand? At her hand. Like, I, ugh. Yeah. And people are like, well, if he had just complied and blah, 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 blah. And she shouldn't have shot him to death. <laughs>
1: exactly. He was twenty years old. It's just
0: <sighs> I don't know. Yeah. I I get extremely furious because mm-hmm. I see all these white guys who have committed mass shootings mm-hmm. get brought in peacefully. Mm-hmm. But these fairly minor, like violations, end up death sentences for black and brown people. Yep. You know, it's. I don't even, I don't have the words. I I don't. Yeah. It, and it feels like it's Groundhog's Day because, every other week, like you you turn on the TV, you turn on the Twitter, you see a name float and you're like, oh god, please don't. Yep. Uh, shit, it is it like is. it.
1: Every yeah. time. All Every time.
0: single
1: time, and, and so the Derek Chauvin, they did their closing arguments today, and it's like I don't even, I have no, <laughs> I have no hope in the justice system at all. I mean, people, people have said that they think that he will be convicted, but based systemic racism in our country i don't think justice will be served and so I, <laughs> minneapolis better be prepared for that shit
0: i was talking with uh my manager today about it actually and he was like i, I just don't understand how they can't blah, blah 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 and i was like well let me tell you this little thing of cult about being black in america here um yeah. i have come tell to story. <laughs> i've come to expect the worst uh in uh in this system here like it was the trayvon martin trial that 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 was the one that like really broke me that one got me yeah. um where i was like oh okay so just this random dude who was told not to follow followed yeah picked a fight follow. started losing the fight and then yep. he gets to pull a gun and claims self-defense this is this is it okay gotcha noted so there's no, there's no chance of justice. I don't care how clear cut it is. And they'll have to like prove me wrong. Like they, there was that case in Tulsa, Oklahoma a couple of years ago where they got it on video from the helicopter where the cop says like, oh, he was on meth and he was doing da 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 Well, then they pulled the tape and he was slowly walking towards her like he was instructed to. And uh, what's her name? Uh, I believe Betty Wright, Shelby Wright, something like that, some basic-ass white woman mm-hmm. name, um, she just shot this man, and now she's still a cop. She's just in a different area. Mm. That's uh, what
1: they do. They just move them around. Dude, it's the kind of like the pedophile priests that they did in the Catholic Church, just move them around, away mm-hmm. from the problem, and then they can keep their jobs. Yeah,
0: the, uh, the cop that shot um, Tamir Rice, Like, he literally got to be a cop. Oh, yeah. And they hid that shit. They hid that shit. I remember, because it was, like, in December, there was, like, a cop, like, basketball league or football league or something. They're like, wait a minute. This guy shot Tamir Rice, and then all the Black people, like, quit. So he Mm. had, like, so, I mean, I guess he still has his job. I don't know. But Right. It's like they go to all these lengths, protect somebody like that dude who jumped out of a rolling car to shoot a kid.
1: To shoot a child, shoot a baby.
0: Yeah. I don't get it. Yeah. Uh, I also
1: constantly. don't get all the mass shootings. <laughs> um, I mean, I do get it. It makes sense because we have an obsession with firearms and, in our country. But since the last taping, there have been 30, the last taping of our podcast, there have been 30 mass shootings in our country since April 5th. Um, Now, the definition of a mass shooting varies depending on where you get your information. But if we go with like the gun violence archives, theirs is pretty like just straightforward that four people have to be four or more people have to be involved and they include domestic and gang violence which more most mass shootings don't they'll do the more random things kind of like um like what happened at the like at grocery stores or the one that happened at uh, the fedex facility where he just came out and killed eight folks um he used to work there. That sometimes plays a role. I've done a lot of research on mass shootings for trainings on what to do in an active shooter situation. Uh, but this whole thing, I mean, really 30, 30 mass shootings since April 5th. We are now what? April 19th. There were two today, by the way.
0: Oh, really? Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly. Awesome. So that's cool. Um, I was like looking it up and I was like, oh, there were two today. Oh, didn't know, like that happened. So the only difference, I mean, like I said, I've done a lot of research on this stuff and there's all these indicators of people who might commit mass shootings and all these different factors. And most of the time they are men. Most of the time they are white men. Uh, And, you know, people will be like, oh, it's like they have a mental illness. Listeners, fun fact, only three to 5% of violent crimes can be attributed to people with a mental illness. They are 10 times more likely to be the uh, victim of a violent crime, just so you're aware. So stop spreading misinformation. There you go. That's the real, those are the real stats on it. Um, The only difference between like us and other countries (laughs) it's guns there are more guns in our country than we have people like every person essentially has like two guns every that's how many guns we have in our country and so it's like people in other countries like get fired they go through issues they get mad and disgruntled and angry they just don't have access to guns so
0: and it's just funny to me that well, I don't understand the pushback against doing anything. Like right now, we're not doing anything. Not doing anything. And the problem's getting worse. Yeah. But right now, it's it's too soon to talk about it. Well, mass shootings happen every day, so there's never going to be a time to talk about it. If mm-hmm. that's the case, um, it's if you are a responsible gun owner, I feel like you would want everybody to that has a gun to not have gotten it at a, as a loophole. Yeah. Um I nobody wants to take guns away from people. If you want to, you know, shoot guns or whatever, that's fine. I feel like you should have to go to some kind of safety class.
1: Mm-hmm. You
0: should have to register it, you know,
1: like yeah, you would yeah.
0: a fucking car. It's like a car. <laughs> you know? You 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 got to you got your gun tabs. You get caught shooting a gun without your gun tabs. Yeah that you have to renew every year. Yeah, yeah. And, I like and,
1: that.
0: And, and, and of course, you'll hear people like, well, criminals don't blah, 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 blah. Yeah, okay, well, criminals also can drive cars without a license, okay? Yep. It doesn't mean we have to like sit here and not do anything.
1: Not do anything, we have to do something. And But I mean, you knew that they weren't gonna do shit when somebody went in and killed what, how many first graders?
0: Oh yeah, Sandy it's Hook was when I was like, really... the gun control debate is dead. It's dead. If you can kill a school full of white kids, yeah, and Fucking nobody old. gives up.
1: Yep. And do nothing. Yeah. Not do a damn thing about it.
0: Yeah. In fact, we're going to laugh at the president who was crying because mm-hmm. children were slaughtered. Yep. I didn't know any of those kids. I cried when I saw that kindergartners and first graders were shot. Oh, like I was at work and I just remember like crying at my desk because that is the most horrible, horrific horrible. thing that had happened to me ever. Like, yeah. well, not to me, but, but yeah, in my but, lifetime, you know? Because I
1: remember we were at like, we were at a, a work like thing with all of the people that we work with. And I remember I was like on my phone and I was like, yo, I think there was like a horrible mass shooting at a school today and they were like what you know and and like unfortunately this is not uncommon so we were like oh dang where is it I was like oh someplace called like Sandy Hook I don't know and then I like looked at it more and I was like y'all they were like first graders and everybody was just like what the fuck and then because nothing came of it it's like well why what you legitimately don't care about human life like I don't understand another thing I don't really get it's that concept of like I should totally have more of a right to go to a grocery store and not fear getting killed by some mass shooter than you do to have a gun you know what I'm saying like my right to live trumps your right to own a firearm I just I just feel this way
0: (laughs) I don't understand why you need to take a gun to the grocery store Exactly. like what do you think's gonna hop out like the produce section
1: right like, why are you at starbucks in your stupid uggs and leggings with an assault rifle strapped to your back nobody wants to deal with you Haley kaylee mm-hmm. yeah your fucking name is
0: kaylee with a y okay with a Y and a
1: <laughs> gh and an f in there that's silent for some fucking reason like what i don't get that like that type of shit where i'm like what are you so afraid of
0: And I love the, I'm just a good guy with a gun. Well, like at our grocery store here, uh, there's a guy every, and it seems like I see him, well, maybe not so recently since uh, COVID, but pre-COVID, he was there literally every time we would go um, to get groceries. And he's got a big fucking gun, like with a big Trump shirt on and a big Trump hat. And I'm like, you're a fucking loser yeah like if you have to go down it's like a farmer's market like if you gotta take a gun if you that scared to go to a like a far a produce market yeah you need to stay your ass at home yeah okay get instacart (laughs)
1: like the rest of us
0: (laughs) like damn like i don't i don't need a gun to go to to go get some cucumbers okay
1: I just I don't get it. I don't get the obsession. I don't. And I grew up with guns. Like that's the thing. Like my dad was a hunter. Like he likes guns. I shot him a bunch of times in order to like understand how powerful they were, so that they were not treated like a toy or whatever. It made sense. And it's just like I I like I get why people have them because like I grew up with them. And you like me as a person who grew up with them shot them, whatever. And I'm just like, there's no need for this. Like there's still no yeah. need for people to like own AR-15s and like take them to whatever all the time. Just shut up, just stop. Like there is a, this is a problem. Just yeah. have it super, you know, we have to register it and all that stuff people would be happy and fine if that was the case. You know what I'm saying? You're right, I like the whole, you have to like get your tabs for your car.
0: I mean, you have to pay for like what? Fishing licenses, hunting licenses. Why can't you gun license? Come on.
1: You gotta do it and you gotta renew it every year and you gotta- You gotta take
0: a safety, you gotta do a safety course. Yeah. I don't care if it's online, I don't care if it's in person. You you gotta do a safety course.
1: Yep, and then if you get caught and it's not you know registered, not even not registered, but you haven't like you know paid your fee for the year, you get a um, bigger fee that you have to pay. Yeah. Like it's like we won't even take it away. You just yeah. until you miss three payments, then we're coming to repossess your gun. Like right. this is just what it is.
0: Like why can't they use this? Like, the, like Ferguson was like terrorizing black people and like giving them like little innocuous tickets and like basically counting on that money to run the city. Do that with guns. Have guns.
1: Y'all will make a killing.
0: A killing, pun not intended. <laughs> Think like about- I, was, <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at the stats here and I didn't even realize like, damn, I had this nice little chart here hey look at look at that nice little chart all done up and i'm like we shoot so much that by the from the time i made this chart to now it's it's fucking incorrect it's it's wrong
1: (laughs) it's wrong it's like i guarantee you where i got my 30 like shooting since the fifth I guarantee you, there's probably been another one. Like it's probably thirty-one at this point. Like yeah. there's no, I because I put this in much earlier today. So I'm like, oh, there's probably at least one more that's happened since I don't know three p.m. today. Absolutely. Yeah. Because yeah. this is America, and we like to have guns and eat McDonald's and blame immigrants for all of our problems. Yeah. The American way. Y-
0: yes. Uh, (laughs) sucks that's fucking i i
1: fucking hate it it here. i'm like i i know like our you know our friend having a baby and he was just like what am i bringing this you know how am i bringing a kid into this world and it's like yeah fucking sucks it's really hard like i look at langston i look at julian i look at cam and, and ferris and everybody's babies beautiful children on instagram and i'm just like what horrible decisions
0: did we all make doing this? Oh my God, we're morons. We're so stupid. <laughs> we are dumb idiots. Why did we do this? <laughs> ah, we're so,
1: so foolish. I was like, the earth is literally like on fire or flooding because of climate change there's guns everywhere we're just we're so dumb and
0: we're just sitting here remember when everybody thought like oh Barack Obama's gonna take your guns
1: he didn't take your guns folks he didn't take shit away (laughs) y'all
0: and he should have took some of y'all's guns well hell of
1: a lot of yours oh I don't know
0: fucking people (laughs)
1: it's the worst
0: I just want a fun episode. Can the country stop being a damn dumpster fire? Like, my God, I am tired of getting on here and raving like a lunatic because this goddamn country can't get attacked act together.
1: Can't, it just can't. It's so incredibly frustrating. Cause you're right. I was like, maybe we just have to like break it up with like some random fun thing that we can find. And I'm like desperately searching for like fun, funny shit. And there's just like, nothing there's nothing going on the
0: most fun we talked about on this show was like black trauma shows yes. <laughs> <laughs> jesus christ
1: happening what is happening uh, oh
0: no i need to just like stick my head in the sand
1: oh it's so bad it's so bad Well, oh, God,
0: I, it <laughs> I guess uh, we can talk about something that will make us happy. Sterling, who in this year of our Lord, 2021, <laughs> the month of April, can get it?
1: Well, this week <laughs> goes out to two characters, two people uh, from the wonderful show, Ted Lasso. I started watching it again for like the third time during COVID. If you haven't watched the show, it's just so good. It's, it just makes me so happy. And so right now, given this state of the world that we are currently living in, I was like, I need a little Ted Lasso in my life. So my runner up goes to Brett Goldstein he plays roy kent on ted lasso he's also i did not know this he was one of the writers for the show and then they cast him for roy kent's character he also uh wrote all the episodes of the show called soulmates which i haven't watched but like people have liked it and things like that so Brett Goldstein, he gets the he gets the runner-up position, and so then my number one will have to go to Jason Sudeikis, who does play Ted Lasso. First of all, I love Jason Sudeikis. <laughs> I've loved him since SNL, when he played that, like, dancing dude behind... With the red
0: suit, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I've been trying to learn that dance for years. It it's so, so stupid, and I love it.
1: I love it. And, like, so because I love, you know, Ted Lasso, and so does Allie, and Liz, and Andreana, and um he was with Olivia Munn for a long not Olivia Munn Olivia Wilde
0: Olivia Wilde yeah
1: thank you and they broke up and i think she cheated on him with Harry Styles and i'm just like fuck her cuz Jason Sudeikis is amazing he's, Ted he's Lasso. goddamn delight <laughs> he will never do any wrong in my book this is just how i feel so my can get it this week is the great jason sudeikis b top who do you got who do you got this week did Elizabeth Olsen make the cut?
0: You know, it was a it was a close race this week. It really <laughs> was. Uh, but my runner up, uh with apologies to Elizabeth Olsen, <laughs> uh Candace Parker, uh WNBA player. Yeah. She's uh yeah. she's going back to Chicago to play for uh, for the Old Sky. Oh. Um I remember her uh when she was oh boy, I was like 19. And I was at Hoops uh, Gym in Chicago, and she was down there playing, and she was in high school beasting dudes. Nice. Um, so I was like, I'm not playing against that girl.
1: I <laughs> will not be playing against her. No, thank you.
0: Uh, I will be grabbing my shoes and I will be leaving because <laughs> I am not what they call elite. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, she always gives shit to Shaq, though, like she knows the game so well. And Shaq is pretty much on that show as like a personality at this point. Right. Um And she's like given deep in-depth analysis. And she always has these looks of like, if you would shut up, I'll tell you why they make this pass. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, mm-hmm. uh, there was this funny moment a few weeks ago where she won defensive player of the year last year and Shaq's like, oh, what? And she was like, take that surprise out your voice, okay? And I was like, oh shit, yes, I love it. <laughs> So yeah, Candace Parker, my runner-up. But my winner this week, you know I love the professional wrestling, the, the professional grappling. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, this past week was WrestleMania. And oh. two black women headlined That's... night one of WrestleMania. That's right. Sasha Banks took on Bianca Belair. The first time two black women, I believe, have even had a... A one on one match against each other in WrestleMania. Yeah. Um, and not, not only did they have it, they main event it. And yeah. they were the best match of the weekend. So uh, Sasha Banks has gotten the can get it before. So that's right. This week, her opponent, Bianca Belair, can get it.
1: <laughs> I gotta look her
0: up. Oh, yes. Yeah. And she's awesome. Uh, she's like a former track star. Uh, she makes all of her own gear oh Uh, I saw a picture
1: of her holding the like belt and I was like I don't know who this is (laughs) like it was on somebody's like Instagram story it might have been yours it was
0: probably mine
1: (laughs) (laughs) and I was like I wonder who this is and I just like you know kept going through or whatever excellent choice she's such a cute patootie too look at her little face she's like so she looks like like a baby in her face she's so cute with these muscles
0: she's so she can do everything i mean she's like doing these like triple flips off the rope and like just bench pressing people and just throwing them and her husband's also a wrestler and they love the shit out of each other like as soon as like she won he runs out there and he's like got her up on his shoulders and i'm like black love baby
1: black Black love i love it oh that makes me happy yes
0: so in a world full of shit and dumpster fires, Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks made a brother happy. There was some little black girls somewhere sitting around watching wrestling and they were inspired. And I was like, God damn it, I love it.
1: That's so. That makes me so happy. That <laughs> makes me so, so happy.
0: Professional wrestling, bringing us all together.
1: <laughs> bringing us together, making the world a little bit better.
0: Yes. Ah. <clears throat>
1: Well, that has been another episode of the Life Is Mild podcast. Join us next time to see if Elizabeth Olson makes the cut on B. Tom's Can Get It list.
0: I'm rooting for.
1: <laughs> I am one of your hosts. I am Sterling.
0: I am your other host. I am Brian.
1: And we will see you all next time.
0: Bye. <laughs>